Welcome to day 201 of Shaped by the Word, season two, the drama of Scripture. Uh, we've taken ourselves uh, from uh, the ignoble end you know, to uh, the nation of uh, Judah, uh, and more largely to the nation of Israel as a whole, uh, you know, to a wonderful bright spot in the middle of a foreign land where God's people are living in exile far from the temple uh, and far from uh, the place that God had once, you know, caused His name to rest and His presence to rest, uh, but we find uh, a truth about this God that He is ever present with His people, and even in the middle of judgment, even in the middle of exile, even in, in the middle of finding yourself as far from home and family as you could possibly be, that God is still present uh, with His people in a dramatic way, and uh, that is, you know, certainly true for uh, Daniel and Azariah and Mishael. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they find themselves in the land of uh, uh, in the land of Babylon, so we pick up in uh, Daniel chapter two the strong story of God's blessing in a foreign land, and God distinguishing Himself among the other gods, uh, even uh, in front of those who worship those gods. So before we read, let's uh, do as we always do: uh, offer this moment in ourselves uh, to the Lord, Father. Thank you for Your Word. Thank you uh, for stories, you know, like Daniel and. And even as we read the story, we realize the real hero of the story is not you know, four young men who, who made a bold stand for you, but a God who was faithful to four young men in a, foreign, uh, in a foreign land. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, and may we reflect your heart and your faithfulness in the way that we live in your presence before others for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Daniel chapter 2, in the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I've had a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. And the astrologers answered the king, May the king live forever. Tell your servant the dream and we'll interpret it. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your house will be turned into piles of rubble. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret it for me. Once more they replied, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will interpret it. Then the king answered, I'm certain you're trying to gain time because you realize that this is what I firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, there's only one penalty for you. You have conspired to tell me misleading and wicked things, hoping the situation will change. So then tell me the dream, and I will know that you can interpret it for me. Astrologers answered the king, There is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great or mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asked is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among men. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and the men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends and put them to death. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom intact. He asked the king's officer, Why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. 
He urges him to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed uh, with the wise, rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in the darkness and light dwells in him. I thank you and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You've made known to me uh, what we ask of you. You've made known to us the dream of the king. And uh, many times we come uh, to the Friday edition of the podcast and we end on a low note. Here we end on a really high note. Uh, there's a tension created here. We don't yet know what the dream is, and please don't read ahead. Uh, we'll see you next Monday. Uh, but there's, there's a tension. But God has done uh, you know, a couple of things that are pretty significant here. He's done what nobody, you know, no one would dare even ask. And he has proven that he is, uh, as they say, you know, possibly a God could do this, but gods don't live among us. God has proven that he is a God among us uh, in what he has done. Mm-hmm. And uh, what an incredible in the story uh, this is. You got to love just the contrast. You know, the king asks for his dream to be interpreted, and then, you know, all his guys are like, oh, yeah, man, we can do that. Just tell us what it is. We got you. <laughs> just so confident in themselves and then obviously they see what the consequences might be and it's pretty scary but then we see i, lo- I love in, in verse 18 you know daniel he, he kind of hears what's happening and his response is so different you know he goes to his friends and he urged them to plead for mercy from god um from the god of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed and he gives great praise to you, know, you you're the god of wisdom and, and power yeah. and so it, just a huge difference and in response and, and and two powerful things are you know uh, you know are happening uh, here you know as as, as as you look at it uh, God is is present with his people and he's proving you know that he is a God who and you'll even notice there's a change in language uh, to the God of heaven you know you're a God who is reigning above all and over all but you're deeply uh, present with your people revealing heart and mysteries and then recognizing of course that every good gift that everyone has and you kind of have uh, Nebuchadnezzar realizing at one and the same time two things. He's losing confidence in his God. Mm-hmm. And, and over the, the, the time of our story, he will be deeply drawn to the power uh, of, of this other God mm-hmm. you know, that is being introduced you know, to him, the God of heaven. That's one of the things I love in this passage yeah. is that emphasis on you know, no one can reveal these things except for the gods, and they do not live among the humans. Yeah. And then when we... you know. When Daniel begins to to praise, says, you know, let us go before the God of heaven. Um, then Daniel prays the God of heaven. And so you just see this kind of over and over, this refrain that, that, yes, God is above the earth. He's bigger than the earth. He's the God Matt, of heaven. you should always turn off your phone before we <laughs> yeah. start the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so you have this this kind of beautiful reminder that, that God is the God of heaven. And yet, at the same time, even in this prayer, you know, he says he's the one who changes times and seasons. He disposes kings and and, and you and he raises up others. And so you have him. He's intimately involved in the things mm-hmm. of the earth. Yeah. And, and the way he closes at the end, he says, "And you've made known to me what we asked of you." Meaning, he, you know, who, who can make this known? The gods. Well, the gods don't dwell among us. They don't interact with us. Mm-hmm. You know, and yet the God of heaven is intimately uh, involved in the things so, of earth. And, and, and nice picture, you know, in theological terms of God's transcendence. 
He is the God of heavens above all, changes seasons and times. I mean, he is in control of everything that happened in minutes. You, you have heard my prayer and you've answered me and mm-hmm. you're, you're right with, here with us. And of course, that's the way we will be introduced you know, to Jesus, uh, you know, that he, he was with God and he was God and all things were made through him and the word became flesh and he, he made his, he pitched his tent right here among us. He is, uh, you know, both the God of creation and the God that is present with his people. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, Nebuchadnezzar is going, gosh, I, I read these astrology things in the newspaper every day and uh, it just seems like you guys are just kind of shooting in the dark out there so i'll know that you're you're genuine mm-hmm. you know if you can not only mm-hmm. uh you know give me this kind of lame interpretations that you guys are always throwing out there uh far different from the specificity of you know of, of, of hebrew prophecy mm-hmm. if you can uh, you know not only give me these lame interpretations that you always give that are so general that they could happen to anybody mm-hmm. anytime especially if you read it and you're, you're shaped by it and you kind of anticipate it but tell me you know, what the dream is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do love where this is starting to go with Nebuchadnezzar. His heart is troubled. He's turning to people that have always kind of been there for him or is what, you know, it's kind of he's used to. But he even sees in them that they conspire to mislead him and tell him wicked things. And so I feel like he's not necessarily discerning truth yet, but he there's just these seeds that are being planted. And I appreciate that, that already it's kind of setting him up for what we discover later. So mm, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And then just Daniel in general, I mean, you know, we've talked about before, but he's, he's in this difficult place and, and then in this really difficult situation here as being one of these wise men who especially killed. Mm-hmm. And his dependency, you know, you think about you get in a tough spot, so often I just move to, okay, I got to get out of this. I got I to gotta really work hard to, my dependency quickly so moves to myself and trying to get out of this or, or fix this, but his dependency goes straight to God, which mm-hmm. is just just a big picture reminder of he's in this difficult situation and and where does he go? He goes to the Lord, you know, the, the God of his ancestors, and what a great reminder that that's exactly where we need to go. As yeah, well. and, and and we shouldn't miss it. It's not the part of the text, but it is a subtext. We shouldn't miss it that uh, not only that, you know does he, he go to the Lord, but he goes to his friends in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he draws on uh, both community, uh, on prayer, and, and on uh, his confidence in his God. Mm-hmm. And all of these are you know, part of what sustains us you know, as we're in, being enculturated you know, in, in a land that is our home, but is as far from the heart of God as it can be in so many different ways. Not big ways, but we're materialistic or goals and our dreams or everything but you know godliness and other things that shape us as well so um, deep prayer and deep community and deep confidence in god david why don't you close us off for the week with with a word of prayer let's pray father we do thank you so much for the wonderful graces you have given us the deep grace of a community of believers, mm-hmm. a deep grace that we can turn to you and, and cry out to you and and seek you and that you are the God who gives us wisdom and, and we are a people dependent on, on your strength and, and your power to live as your people um, where you've placed us. And so thank you for Daniel. Thank you for his example. Uh, may we um, live out um, 
truly what it means to be your people um, in, in the place you've put us. And may you do that for your glory, our joy, um, and by your grace. We pray it all in the name of Jesus. Amen.